Do you love the idea of personal growth, but find the practice of it exhausting? We get it. We're Brandon and Megan Giggling, growth coaches with the mission to put the personal back in personal growth. If you want a new way of growing into the next version of you without the frustration, guilt, and overwhelm, you're in the right place. It's time to rethink your growth journey and make it into something that works for you. You in? Welcome to Growth Reframed. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to another episode of Growth Reframed, and we're so pumped you're here. Today, we're going to talk about helping someone through depression. And what brought this up for us is it's still to date one of our top episodes ever. And we recorded it, I think, at least two years ago. But we did an episode about helping your partner through anxiety and depression. And it's honestly just astonished me how much it continues to be prevalent and how much it continues to be downloaded month after month considering the topic. And I think when I thought about it, I was like, well, looking at my own life, it makes sense because I've definitely been living with some depression. I know you've struggled with it through seasons. And I think if we look around in the world, so many of us know someone, know someone who's depressed and maybe we find ourselves in a season of depression. And so we just want to talk through and have a conversation amongst ourselves here, just talking about some of the ways you can help, maybe some of the things you could look for, and just some tips for how we try to manage it, because it is a difficult thing to kind of work through. Yeah. And like Brandon said, before we had done an episode specifically about helping your partner through depression, but today we want to open it up to just really a loved one or somebody that you know. And even though our experience will be kind of related to each other and that we are a couple, we didn't want to just limit it to that because there are definitely ways that you can be there for people that don't happen to live in your household or be your spouse. Right. I think, like I said, so many of us are dealing with depression. If you look at the statistics, I mean, I don't know the exact statistics, but you could Google them yourself, but there's so many people since this pandemic that have been depressed or are working through something. I mean, you see people constantly trying to change things. Honestly, you see a lot of marriages ending. You see a lot of people leaving their jobs. It's like the great resignation. I mean, all the different things they talk about. And a lot of that is either because people are just trying to change things because they're finding themselves in a place of being more anxious and depressed, or just people try to deal with things in different ways. And I think the first thing I'd say is if you notice something is off with someone that you're close with or a loved one, the first step would be just understanding what's going on and then asking them, not in an accusatory way, but just seeing if they'll open up and be transparent about what's going on. Because we can talk about the fact that you did that for me when you noticed something was up. Yeah, I definitely think that the number one thing that you should be doing is just realizing when something is off with somebody that you know well, because we all understand how our relationship with another person works. And when that starts to feel a little bit different or a little bit off, it's not necessarily that the relationship is fractured. It could be just that person's going through something. So it's a good place to start. Like, hey, have I done something? Is this something that is unique to our relationship? Or is there something that I can help you with? Or is there something that's going on in your life that maybe you do or don't want to talk about right now? But at least then we can open a dialogue about what's happening and the level of transparency might not be there yet, but you could always just kind of, kind of keep that open and let them know you're thinking of them. And at any point they want to talk to you, 
talk about it. Well, and I know for us too, it kind of comes up more frequently because I'm in a season of it right now. But a lot of times I know from even in times from dealing with you when you dealing with you sounds mm-hmm. bad, but like when you were struggling with some depression is like, it feels like it's my fault. Like there's something I did. There's something I could do that I'm not doing. It feels like, I don't know. It just feels like you can kind of get a complex. You can feel like it's you. And one of the things you've recently told me is you felt like you've been walking on eggshells around me because you don't know how I'm going to react. And if we can be real, I don't know how I'm going to react. I mean, I'm still in a season where I'm feeling a lot better. I'm not going to oversell how depressed I am, although I don't think I need to confirm some level of where it's at because I do that with myself. Well, like, am I really depressed? Am I not? You know, how am I feeling today? If I'm feeling good for like a week, then I'm like, I'm cured, you know? (laughs) And it's something that most people deal with and a lot of it's situational. But one of the things you kind of told me is you felt like you needed to walk on eggshells around me because you didn't really know what to do. And I mean, we had a discussion about that. We can talk about it here, but like, I don't think that's the most healthy thing either because I mean, you can do that to a point, but then is that really helping anything either? Because then you'd start treating me differently or whoever the person is differently. And then you're thinking that person's off all of a sudden and somehow you caused it. You know, it's like, I Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. So for us, I think that we can go forward in this episode kind of assuming that we all know that the other person that we're talking to is depressed. Yes. Like, Right, right. So for from that perspective, I think that one of the best things that you can do for the other person is to give them space and also walk the line of being there for them. Like with you, I've tried to really be aware that you're going through something. So sometimes you're not going to want to be talking to me about it. But also on the flip side of that, not shying away from having those conversations and not wanting to be so like hands off that you feel like, well, she doesn't even care that I'm depressed. She doesn't even care what I'm going through. She has no, it just doesn't affect her life. So she's just not here for it. And she just doesn't care. And I don't want it to ever come off like, please don't talk to me about it. I don't care. So I have to understand a little bit of like when you're ready to talk about it and kind of lean into those moments rather than being like, um, I'm kind of busy right now. Like sometimes we just have to have those organic conversations when they happen instead of like, planning or necessarily being like in the best time for it. Sometimes it just pops up in the car when we're together or it's 10 a.m. on a Monday morning or something and we're talking about it. Is it the best and most convenient time? Probably not. But if that's what's going to work and that's what's going to be okay for you and that's what you need at that point, then I've got to be available for that. Well, and I think too, it just takes an extreme level of patience. Mm -hmm. That's really the word that constantly comes to my mind. It just, it takes patience in knowing what the person needs on any given day and understanding that it probably isn't you, you know, it's not you for how they're reacting patience in what they need. Because like I said earlier, I, most of the time for me, I don't even know what I need. I don't even know that like why I'm having the emotion I'm having. I don't know why I'm responding the way I'm responding. And a lot of times I have to come back and apologize for like how I reacted because it just kind of came out that way. And I didn't mean it to, but that's the way it came out. But it takes a great level of patience on your part to not hold that against me and understand that that happened. 
Like, however I reacted wasn't the best way. I'm understanding that it wasn't the best way. And then I'm coming to you saying, hey, I, I really didn't mean that. But again, all of that takes a great level of patience because, first of all, I have to have patience with myself for how, like, understanding I'm going through something. But as the other person in a relationship with someone, anyone, it can be a little bit jarring if you're like, I, I don't know what's going on. And like how I showed up for you yesterday seemed like it really worked, but today it's not working that well. And it can, again, it all comes back to showing up with a great level of, first of all, patience, and then also grace for the other person, understanding that, you know, it's not how they want to show up. I feel like most people don't want to show up feeling depressed. They don't want to show up sad or angry or not making things enjoyable. And it's not like what you're trying to do. It's just a lot, in a lot of ways you can't avoid it a lot of the time. I think being aware of those things and then just having a great level of patience, willing to work through and try different things to figure out what best way you can help. Right. And I think understanding like how it comes into play for that person that you're dealing with too. Like for me, I know that you're not really going to probably mope around as much as you probably will have a shorter fuse. It's just the way that your depression tends to come out. It's the way that it kind of has always been when you're a little bit anxious or stressed out or now with the depression. It's just that you tend to have a little bit less of a tolerance for stressful things, a little bit quicker response than you normally would. You, you think things through a little bit less. So when I understand that and I'm aware of that, it doesn't mean that it doesn't like hurt in the moment if th something comes out a way you didn't intend to, but it does mean that I understand exactly what's happening and can kind of adjust from there. Like he is not necessarily upset with me. He is super frustrated with the situation, but it doesn't mean that we have to like have this big, huge blowout argument. You're going to come to your senses in the second you're going to understand what's happening i'm going to definitely understand what's happening because we've both seen it a million times before and we're going to be able to work through it together and i think that just like having that patience with each other like you were saying and just understanding and compassion for us especially lately it's been keeping that line of communication open whenever we close it down it gets a little bit icky because we can't really understand where the other person's coming from. But if you're like, Hey, I'm feeling like I'm not doing so great right now, then I know to like up my ability to kind of take things on or to help you through something or to ask you more questions or to sit back, mm -hmm. kind of feel you out a little bit more. And it's not just like, it's my job to figure you out. You do have to do some of the work about what you need. Because there have been plenty of days where I'm like, I don't really know what you want from me. Like, am I supposed to solve this for you? Am I supposed to just give you exact directions? Like, there have been days where I'm like, you need to do this, this, and this. And I'm not going to accept anything else because I really felt like that's what you needed. You needed me to tell you what to do and how to do it because you were just scatterbrained. Like, you didn't even know what to do or where to go with it. And I'm like, your step one is this, step two is this, and step three is this. Ready, set, go. Because I didn't think that you were in a mental place right that in that moment that you even knew what you should be doing or how to go about it. Right. And I think you said a few important things there, but really it's not, first of all, it's not your job to fix it. It's not your job as the person, the friend, the, the supportive family member, whatever it is, it's not your job to fix it. And in a lot of ways, it does take some awareness to know that someone's going through something. And if things seem off, then like those things might come up. Most importantly though, I feel like, Rather than, like I said, you said feeling like you have to walk on eggshells or whatever, 
is asking the person what they actually need. I feel like a lot of times we know what we need as people, right? We know what makes us happy. We know what brings us joy. We know if we're feeling down, maybe something small could bring us out of it, maybe something big. And so because we know that about ourselves, we think and just assume that that's what the other person needs. And that's not always the case. Everyone's not built the same way. Everyone doesn't need the same things. Some people, if they're feeling depressed or down, they may want support. They may want calls and check-ins and constant, like more constant support. Some people like me do not want that. I do not want people calling and checking in on me. I do not want the pity text. Sorry. That's just the way I see it. I do not want the more regular check-ins. That's not what I need. But if you don't actually ask me what I need, then I can't communicate it. I mean, it's also the person's job who's feeling that way. Once the dialogue gets started to let people know what they need and be very clear about their expectations for, hey, I shared this with you. This is how I expect you to show up or this is how I'd like you to show up. But also I think just asking that person what they need because sometimes it could be something really small and sometimes they might not know at all. But at least it like starts the dialogue to the fact that you care because like you said, you could sit there and not say anything, but then the other person, the, you know, the negative part of that is the other person might feel like, hey, you don't care. Because you're not even trying to help. When you think on the other end, you're doing the best thing by being a little bit standoffish. They're thinking, uh, you know, that's <laughs> this person doesn't care at all. Mm-hmm. And so, again, it goes back to the patients. But I think it really an important piece is asking them the best way you can show up for them. And again, knowing that it's not all for you to fix. But I think if you have that dialogue, it'll help. Even if they don't know what it is, it'll help them to start to think about what they need because there's plenty of times where I don't even know, but by you asking, then it leads me to a place of being like, you know, this or that might help or, you know, maybe I just need some time alone or maybe I just need a walk or whatever it is. But by you asking, then it gets me to thinking about it. And again, I think it's all in the way and the tone and how you're showing up too. Yeah, exactly. If you're like, what do you want from me? (laughs) I don't think that's going to go over as well as like, hey, I just wanted to tell you that I'm thinking about you and I want to support you in whatever way. So if you think of something that I can be doing for you, I'd love to know. That's going to come off a lot better and a lot gentler. (laughs) Yeah. And the other thing too is even if they don't know what they need, just like showing up with love and showing up with support in whatever way that is. And, and, you know, again, you're going to have to kind of learn what that is for the person and maybe they'll communicate that to you, but really just letting someone know you're there. It doesn't need to be overkill. It doesn't need to be anything crazy. I think for me, I build up in my mind that has to be some huge grand gesture or that I personally have to fix whatever it is for everyone else. Like, and if I just fixed it for them, then it would all be okay. It's not really how it works. It's not really my job or your job to do that for someone. But I think if you just show up for support and love and just like, hey, I'm here if you need me and and kind of put the ball in their court. I mean, it doesn't mean that you do that once because maybe that doesn't mean anything. You'd be like, well, I tried and it didn't work. But I think just continually and regularly, especially if this is a person you're close to, showing up and just saying, you know, you're there if they need you. And through my experience, that doesn't always mean anything. A lot of times they're like, okay, great. You know, I really appreciate it. And that's enough for some people just to know 
because I, the issue right now is people feel so isolated and they feel like they can't share and they feel like they don't have anyone that cares because we're so disconnected from everyone else that we feel like people just don't care. Like they're living their own lives. And in a lot of ways, maybe they, maybe they don't because they don't know. We're all just trying to get through Mm -hmm. day to day, which is why it's such a huge step. If people say, you know, like, Hey, you know, I really appreciate you sharing that. Or, you know, Hey, I just wanted to check back in because you did share this. You know, how did that go? Or, you know, it's just, it's little ways that you can just be present with love and support. And it doesn't have to be a big thing. It can just be enough for someone else to know that they're not alone, that they've been there. Maybe someone struggled with it. They know that. Maybe they're just there to tell you they love you and they're there to support you. That's great too. And it can be really easy. And I know this from you being in your season of depression. I remember it just backing away. Like you said, just being like, I don't know, because when I'm saying something, it's bad. So I'm just going to back away. I'm just going to, you know, slowly step away. And I don't think that's the best course of action. I don't think it, it could be if that's what they're communicating to you, but I don't think that's always the best course of action. I think it's easier to do that as the other person, but I don't think that's what is most useful a lot of the time. Yeah. So question for you then, what would you say is the number one thing that I've done in the recent past that has helped you understand that I'm here for you? Like what's the thing that helped you the most? Just, just like I said, you honestly showing up saying you care and being open to the dialogue when I'm ready to talk. That was a struggle with us before where like you were like, well, it's not really the best time. Not you. I mean, we both did this, but Mm -hmm. it's like, "Eh, it's not really the best time. Let's talk about it later. And then later never happened. Mm -hmm. And that just caused resentment and, and more, I mean, more depression because you feel even more isolated. I think you showing up and being open to the dialogue and being supportive when I do open up. And one of the things I love that you do is you always thank me for sharing something after the fact, because you understand that it's not easy for me. Like I have to take a a mask off and share my true self. And it's, you know, personally for me that that's a huge struggle. So you thanking me for sharing something and being open and just like following up with the fact that like, Hey, I thank you for sharing. I I love you so much and I'm here to support you. And you do a, a really good job of that. That is all like, that's what I need Mm -hmm. because I need to know that, Hey, it's okay. You're not judging me, which by the way, I know you're not judging me, but my inner voice, negative voice will think you are judging me that you think I'm a weaker person that, and those are my own struggles. That's not you. That's my own struggles. But understanding that some people do have that pride issue, especially sorry, men. I think men have a harder issue sharing their feelings, which they shouldn't because it's completely normal thing. I'm here to kind of break that down for everyone. It's okay to share. It's okay to ask for help. But when you tell me that you appreciate me sharing, it's just like verifying to me and it doesn't, it's not that I need validation, but it like, it does make me feel better that I have you there as a support system. And I think you could do that with a friend too. I don't think it has to be in a romantic relationship. I think that's one thing you do that I've really appreciated. Do you, do you think of anything? I mean, 
Not not that you're going through the season now, but have there been things in the past that have helped you when you've been kind of feeling down? I think for me, one of the things that sticks out is like you were always very supportive of anything that I felt that I needed to do just for my own sanity. Like if I was like, hey, I'd like to join a gym and do exercise classes. You were like, yeah, you should do that. Or if I was like, hey, I want to go on a run tonight. You're like, yep, I can I can make that work for us. Like I can we can adjust our plans so that you can do that for yourself. You've always been very supportive and understanding of like a need that I have that might not be what we planned, like exactly how we thought the night was going to go or the day was going to go. But you've always been able to just kind of let me do what was going to help me in that moment. And I've always appreciated that about you because I don't think most people are more, are super willing to let go of their own ideas of how that certain time frame was going to go to allow somebody else to do what they really want and need. I love that because it comes back to the awareness piece and it comes back to the love and support and just being present for that person as much as they need you. And maybe in the moment they don't need you, but if they call you or you know, you make a point of being there, it's just a thing that most people don't have. Mm -hmm. We all want it, but few of us have it. And most of us don't have it because we don't put ourselves out there enough to allow it to happen. And we're all busy, but we know that we're here to kind of cut through the fact that people are depressed. I mean, people are anxious. People are depressed now more than ever. Let's speak the truth of that and understand that we're not alone. We're not alone in this world, even if we feel like we are. And surely if you want to reach out to us, I mean, anytime at Growth Reframed, you will get a response from us. We, we'd love to help you. We'd, we want to build this community with you. And if you see people that are struggling, if you see people that are depressed, if you see something's a little bit off, just maybe ask that question and let them know that you're there if they need you. Love that. Guys, we will see you next week. We love y'all. Thanks for listening to Growth Reframed. If you enjoyed this episode, please make sure to subscribe and leave us a review. We would love to connect with you. So shoot us a DM on Instagram at Growth Reframed. We love y'all.